Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 17th, 2017. My name is Phil Prostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Back here with full episodes of Locked On Magic after took a little bit of a vacation last week. You can go back and listen to my special mailbag episode on Friday that included a live reaction to the breaking news that the Orlando Magic had signed Jonathan Simmons. Definitely go back and listen to that on iTunes, Audio, Stitcher, TuneIn, fun places, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. I've had a weekend to sit on things, so I'll have some more thoughts about the Simmons signing and what that means for the Magic. I'll also have some thoughts generally on the Magic's roster that now seems very, very complete uh, and so we'll we'll break that down a little bit as we begin to look forward toward the 2018 season in earnest with free agency virtually done. Uh, and then I'm going to kind of take another step back and, and look at how, you know, maybe Jeff Weltman views this roster and some of the things that he said earlier in the summer, earlier in the offseason, before making all these moves and what we can gather about the vision that, that the Magic's new president of basketball operations has for this team. Uh, of course... Plenty to get to there as well, but let's start with the Magic's roster uh, and, and, and the final move, or at least the last major move that was made. Now, over the weekend, we you know, obviously Friday, the news was reported and it was confirmed and completed Saturday. The Orlando Magic have signed San Antonio Spurs guard Jonathan Simmons to a three-year, to a reported three-year, $20 million contract. Now, this contract is absolutely killer. The Magic essentially use the rest of their cap space. Uh, by my math, uh, depending on what they've done with Damian Rudez, um, if you include the Damian Rudez cap hold, uh, the Magic are right below the cap still. Uh, if they've renounced his rights, which which has been reported that they have, they have about $2.5 million of cap room left. So they essentially spent the rest of their cap space to sign Jonathan Simmons, and it is a really good sweetheart deal. According to Jabari Young, of the San Antonio Express News. Uh, it is a front-loaded contract. He'll make $6.3 million this year, 6 next year, and then $5.7 million with only $1 million guaranteed in the 2020 season. This is a really, really friend, team-friendly deal, uh, and, and frankly, one that I'm surprised that, that he signed. You know, maybe the offers had dried up for Simmons. What the Magic get in Jonathan Simmons is a really, really strong defender. Uh, the, the numbers are kind of sketchy on this, and you wonder how much of it is based off of the San Antonio Spurs, but with the kind of defensive team the Magic are trying to build, and with Frank Vogel there, you do believe that Simmons can carry over a lot of his defensive success over to the Orlando Magic. That's the main thing that they get with him. They get a versatile wing defender. Simmons has been a streaky shooter at best. His shooting numbers are not great. He obviously his offensive numbers don't pop off the page, but he will score in bunches. He he can create some energy and get some points. And, and he is a guy 
that still has a little bit of growth to go in his game, even at 27 years old. There is definitely a a bit of healthy skepticism. Uh, I think that's perfectly fair to to be a little bit skeptical about about things, especially a guy coming from the Spurs that the Spurs apparently didn't even want. They they didn't even offer him a contract, according to several reports. Uh, so it's not quite clear exactly, you know, what's going on here. Well, we'll find out a little bit more, I guess, when Simmons dons a Magic uniform for the first time. But I do like what Simmons brings to the team, that intangible, and I think that the Magic are going to be a much deeper team than they were the last few seasons, or certainly last season when they really didn't have any depth. Uh, And I think that that will ultimately be a benefit for the Magic uh, in the long run, or certainly a a benefit for the Magic uh, for next season and beyond. And I think we're getting a sense of of the direction the team wants to go. When it comes to, 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 to the roster, though, you look at this roster, and there are things you like. Um, you know, I'll talk about this probably a little bit later on in the week. But the Magic starting lineup played very, very well toward the end of the last end of last season. Um, well enough that it seems like the Magic are willing to continue to invest in that or give them another shot at, at being the starting lineup. And adding a guy like Jonathan Simmons, adding a guy like Shelvin Mack, uh, those two players add some nice depth to this team. Now. The real question I think that Magic fans have, and I think is a good question to have, is does this really make a difference to the team? Does this make the team better than a 29-win team that it was last year? Will this actually make a difference on the court next year? And again, this is where the skepticism comes in. The Magic did not make the gigantic changes that everyone wanted to see made. There haven't been any major trades. It's still going to be the same core group. You know, Aaron Gordon is what Aaron Gordon's going to be, and I, I think that he can take another step up. Magic didn't upgrade at point guard. Alfred Payton is still the point guard. Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross are still a bit of a mystery together at the two and the three. Uh, Nikola Vucevic is still the center. Bismack Biombo is still there. It's the, all the key players from last season's disappointing effort are still there. And I think it's a fair question to ask. If you bring back all those players, have you really changed anything? Is the team better? Now, I would sit here and say the talent level is better than it was last year. But I also said that at the beginning of last season. And just like the beginning of last season, I said the team is going to be very strong defensively. I convinced a few people of this, in fact, that the team would have a top 10 defense and that would make them better. And that would, that would lead them to, to, to at least take a step up and, and get to, I, I think I had them at 40 wins last year. That obviously didn't happen. The Magic did not take that step up. In fact, the Magic's offensive shortcomings probably made things worse. Uh, made things much worse for the team uh, last season. The Magic did not resolve any of their offensive issues here either. Shelvin Mack is not a good shooter. He's, he's a 32% career three-point shooter. Jonathan Simmons is streaky at best, bad at worst three-point shooter. And so the Magic really haven't resolved any of their major issues. They lack a go-to scorer still. They lack three-point shooting. Uh, it's still a lot of the offensive problems the team had last year remain with the team this year. And so that little bit of skepticism you have about the Magic's roster 
is very, very warranted. Now, I am both a be- I'm a believer in the numbers that the Magic were not as bad as they looked or as bad as their record indicated toward the end of last season, but I'm also a little bit skeptical of them too, and believing that that the Magic are not quite where they need to be. And so, on their own, I'm not sure the Magic took that big step forward. I think they're I, I, honestly. Last year, I thought the Magic were better than their 29-win schedule from a talent standpoint, but obviously didn't play that way. I I think I can sit here again and say that the Magic are probably better than the 29-win team last year, but a lot can happen. I think an injury to the wrong guy could change the Magic pretty much too. You take a look at the team's depth chart right now. The team's depth chart at the moment looks like a pretty decently deep team. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you got Shelvin, you got Alfred Payton, Shelvin, Mack, DJ Augustin as your three point guards. Three veteran point guards as your point guards. I mean, I'd like to see maybe a young guy get in there as the third point guard, but roster is what it is. You've got Evan Fournier and Jonathan Simmons now as the shooting guards, and I think you can shoehorn Terrence Ross in there at, at the three. Mario Azoni is behind him. You got Marcus Georges Hunt and Patricio Garino in the mix there as well. And then at power forward, you've got Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. And at center, you've got Nikola Vucevic and Bismack Biombo. The Magic probably want to find another center somewhere, and that's where probably came... uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Keem Birch comes in to play if the Magic bring him in, uh, if that rumor turns out to be true. Uh... There's there's something there too, but there there are definitely some holes still on this Magic roster. The Magic roster is complete, but it it's certainly not a roster that feels like a surefire playoff team. There are still a lot of questions. The shooting being the biggest one. Can the Magic score enough points to be competitive in this league? Uh, can they spread the floor enough to create at least a semi-functioning offense? These are questions we had last year. They are questions that remain. What I think has changed is the Magic are trying to play defense. Their defense is still the forte of this team, but they're they're playing defense in a different way, namely Aaron Gordon at the four, which I do think changes some things. And that's where we kind of can take the pause from the way that the Magic are going to play next season and think about the bigger vision that Jeff Weltman has. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. And, you know, I think that Jeff, that, that Jeff Weltman does have a, a specific way that he wants to build this team. He's certainly looking for a specific archetype of player. Uh, I don't think that it's a... It's, it's a it's, uh, a coincidence that all three of the players that he's acquired since taking over really share a lot of the same qualities. Jonathan Isaac is a long, versatile defender. 
that that when we watched him play in summer league, his defensive presence was felt every time he stepped on the floor. And that's a good thing for a rookie in summer league. And and I'm not saying he's going to be that way during the regular season, but defense is is something that he's looking for. Shelvin Mack, similarly, while the def- while the numbers defensively aren't as fantastic, he is known around the league as a solid defensive player who can play really both guard positions. You don't need him to be your lead guard on the floor. Despite his shooting woes, he's actually a very good mid-range jump shooter. He's not as good of a three-point jump shooter. So Mack, again, fits this versatile, you know, kind of big defender. Jonathan Simmons, known for his defense. He can guard both twos and threes at his size. Again, versatile defenders. And that seems to be what Weltman is looking for. When Weltman took over, you know, one of the questions that I asked him or was asked of him at his introductory press conference is, what do you think about this team? And, you know, he said, you know, right now I don't want to come in with any predispositions about the team and, and, and I want to focus in more on learning and listening to what the coaching staff has to say and, and learning a little bit more about how they play together play together before making any final decisions. And in fact, on, on Woj's podcast, Weltman said that he's not going to, uh, you know, kind of get rid of guys just because they're not his guys. So he wanted to give this roster a chance to, to, to he wanted to give this roster a chance in his mind before he made any decisions. Before the draft, I asked him that question again now that he had the chance to maybe talk to Vogel and get a sense of who this this team is. He said, quote, I think we have a lot of good young players who are finding their way through. One of the most challenging things when you're dealing with a young team is they don't know yet who they're going to be. Everybody in the NBA, you hope, has the ego strength, ego strength to envision themselves with greatness. You have a bunch of young guys who envision themselves with greatness. That's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. But there's some growing pains associated with that, I think. But there's, I think Coach is very high on our young guys. It's not just a coach finding the fit and how best to use that guy, but having the player grow into that role and how he is going to be the most successful. I think we're in a good place, unquote. Some of that is GM speech, of course. Some of that is pumping your guys up and not throwing anyone under the bus. He's not going to come out here and say that, no, this guy doesn't fit what we want to do and we need to trade him. We can surmise some of that already. I mean, no offense to DJ Augustin. He's a solid veteran. But he really struggled, particularly after the All-Star break, running the Magic's new offense. Uh, And his defensive shortcomings and his size definitely do not fit the way the Magic want to play. And as much as anything... Going out and signing Shelvin Mack kind of confirms how the Magic feel about DJ Augustin. It's not to say Augustin's not going to play. I think he will play a little bit, uh, you know, and he'll get his he'll get his opportunities because it's a long NBA season. But at, at the end of the day, it looks like Mack is their second point guard. That's that's the guy that they're going for. Uh, on top of all this. You know, I think we all sense that Nikola Vucevic, while he has improved defensively, is not the kind of defensive center the Magic want. And Bismack Biombo might be long, versatile defender. He can guard multiple positions. He can get out on the perimeter. He is maybe the guy that the Magic want, want ultimately at center. I know he had a bad he had a bad season last year, but the potential is still obviously there. But 
when you look at this Magic roster, you do have to note their youth. You do have to note that they have a long way to go still. That there are guys still figuring out where they fit in. And as much as anything, and, and I think this is this is very true of this team, got, players were playing the wrong roles, or they weren't prepared for the roles they were asked to play. Think of it this way. Terrence Ross was put in situations toward the end of last season that he had never been put into. When he came over, we were all surprised by his passing ability. He has really never been asked to pass the ball at a high level in the NBA. That's never been his role. And so now he gets to spend a summer maybe working on some of that playmaking. Now, Evan Fournier knows what it's like to be number one on the on the scouting report. And he gets to spend a summer working on the skills that he will need to succeed. Everyone is still growing and figuring themselves out. There, there are very few players, especially in that Magic starting lineup, who have explored everything they're going to be about. Even Jonathan Simmons, to some extent, is going to be given a larger role, more expectations. And he's going to be given the opportunity to expand his game a little bit. A lot of people think that he could push for starters minutes, and I think that's very possible that he could push for for a starting role. And that's something that he never got to do in San Antonio. So at, at the very most, right now, this Magic team is still discovering who they are. And I know that's maybe frustrating to say after five years of a rebuild, but... Really, for the first time in two, three years, the Magic will have some stability. The roster is stable. Again, Magic are only adding three new players to this roster right now. The coaching staff is stable. It's the same coaching staff year to year. First time that's happened in three years. And so all this stuff matters. All this stuff adds up. And it leaves Weltman, who you know maybe didn't have the most maneuverability to make the kind of changes Magic fans envisioned that he needed to make, maybe it gives him the comfort to say, you know, we can explore this. We have the time to give this a se- not just a second chance, but to really see if things have locked in. And if they haven't, we'll be ready to move on. It's... Building a team is tricky, of course, and the Magic are kind of stuck in this situation. I, I don't think there's any way around it. They've they've had they kind of had to play their cards this way because there was no other way to play it because of how kind of stuck they were with their roster and, and how poor the trade market was for them. They had to kind of be willing to see what they have with this roster. And it looks like looks like they're okay running into the season this way. Of course, we will see how it all turns out once the games start counting in September and October. That seems like a long way away, but we're thinking about it now. Because the Magic roster is essentially complete. The Magic roster is pretty much done. There's no more cap room to spend. There are no more roster spots to give out. And so the Magic are re- are, are seemingly ready to go into their season with this group and to give this group a second chance. And one of the, you know some members of this group are going to fit that the Magic style. Some of them are not. And those decisions will get made once the season begins.
I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Good to be back in the chair after last week's vacation. Again, I encourage everyone to go back and listen to last week's special mailbag episode, including the breaking news about Jonathan Simmons and my initial reaction. I gave my thoughts on the Simmons signing a little bit earlier in the show uh, today. Uh, We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Magic with more conversation about the Orlando Magic. Remember, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can also follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. That's Philip RR underscore OMD. That's one L and Philip. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at OMagic Daily. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check us out at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. That's going to do it for today's show. I want to thank everyone again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.